All right. Welcome to Comic Thoughts. Now, uh, as always, I'm joined with two, fabu- with two fabulous people. But first of all, I just want to say, I believe this is uh, number 32. I believe 31, 32. 32. So 32. Yeah, yeah, cool. Look at that. So we've done 32 uh, sessions of us chatting shit. Uh, we might have missed where one of us has been away or something, but We've done it every week for 32 weeks in a row or as close to as possible. And that is more achievement than our government has at getting a vaccine rollout. We are (laughs) killing it compared to our government. Ashraf, he should be our next PM. Exactly. I'm not a citizen, but I should do it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care. You're you're more of a citizen than half the fucking idiots that are in power today. This is my outraged intro. So we're going to have Ashraf for PM down the bottom of my screen there vote um, for me vote for ashraf and speaking of voting for someone the guy that was missing in the last election connor kennedy <laughs> right there he also probably knows more about how the world works than scomo so vote for him as our i don't know i'm gonna go with you can be our chief of homeland security or whatever our version of that is <laughs> <laughs> And Secretary of Defense. That's I don't know. it. That's it. And of course, me, the courtyard jester, Mr. Sam Cripps. <laughs> uh, today, we are in Adelaide. A lot of us, we're getting ready for possibly a lockdown. Oh, a lockdown is happening. Uh, I just say possibly because my workplace may be open, may not be. Connor's possibly working or is I working. Am, I am you are working. working. And Ashraf will be stuck at home. Yeah. His mom, playing with action figures and <laughs> screaming at the TV for no apparent <laughs> for no apparent reason. Make uh, my action figures kiss each other. That's, that's it. That's that's what we all do when we're home alone, to be honest. Yeah. Or not alone. Maybe we're just at home. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, everyone, stay safe. Get the jab if you're allowed to, but get the jab that you want. I will stress that. Like you get the jab that you want. Don't just either because they've said, hey, you can now get this. Look into just a, talk, talk to your doctor. doctor. Yeah. yeah, do yeah, the do right research. thing. Um, um, look after yourself. I got Pfizer, uh, the, the, uh, the Pfizer. Um, I was lucky enough to get in and get Pfizer, but that was only after considering my options, seeing what the what the other one was about. And apparently there's a third one that might be coming out soon or something. They're looking at a third one. No, no, no idea about any of that, to be honest. I only know that there's the two uh, and I know which one I'd prefer to get, which I can't get at the moment. And it's infuriating me because there's so many people that would like to get the jab of their chosen whichever vaccine. But uh, we're waiting for obviously our government to actually have Ready enough of them. Yeah. So uh, basically, I'll, I'll I just say gonna, this. Yeah, go for it. Um, after you got the injection, the next day, um, which was so I got the injection on Saturday. Uh, on Sunday morning, I did a, a class for my PT, which was uh, called Pedalex. It was half spin class on cycles and half weight class and i'll tell you right now um if you want to exercise don't do shoulder press don't do any shoulder presses because that fucking hurts after the injection like that oh mate yeah we had uh, a guy i work with had had the injection too and basically uh, we made him scribe and use write. he basically did any written work he did that all day while the rest of us did heavy lifting um just to make sure that there was no chance of him aggravating or injuring after the jab which i know sounds strange to some people but that's just the way it is like you want to be careful because you don't know what the side effects could be you don't know like the human body is weird and so yeah quickly 
I'm just going to run through some of the stuff that we've got here because our first question of the day, obviously, is Connor, where the fuck were you last week? We missed you so much. But also, I love the fact that just like COVID, you keep coming back. <laughs> it's a new yeah. variant of him. So um, uh, this is a new. I am a. I am a new variant. Uh, I am. Um, so uh, I. Uh, you were right. Uh, sort of. I, I'm not the Stig. Um, no, not the Stig. So you don't go and race cars secretly. No, for no, no. I am any of them. No, I'm the rig. Uh, the rig. I, I'm the rig. Char- I'm a new character they're bringing in for Top Gear. Um, it, I only drive trucks. <laughs> I, I race trucks, and uh, cool. it's. I'm not sure if you've ever seen a truck like Tokyo Drift style around the corner. It's not easy. I'm very talented. I 100% watch that. Yeah, it's yeah dude, that'd be awesome. That'd be mm. cool. Trucks, monster trucks, uh, four-wheel drives. If I have to, like, big, nasty so, fuel buses. Uh, so, you know, obviously you're lying to us like the New South Wales government likes to do. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going all out today. He's got, like, a yeah. checklist of things <laughs> he needs to have to go out today. He's so, if them. you could talk to us in plain English where you actually were, so basically just do the opposite of John Barillaro and tell us the truth. What's going mm. on with you? <laughs> Right. So the truth is that on April 21st, uh, 2021, I uh, started a 12 week fitness program with uh, Power to Move run by a woman named Cass. Um, Cass is amazing. Like, I can't speak enough on uh, how great this woman is. Uh, Shout out. I met her in February. Uh, I was doing some filming for uh, an associate of hers and she was there and she was doing some PT stuff and I saw her method and I heard her talk on some things and talk about doing nutrition classes, a whole bunch of other things. So I was immediately interested in like, hey, do you think you might be able to train me? Uh, We worked out rates. Uh, We worked out how much it was going to cost and what our schedule was going to look like. Uh, We worked out some cooking classes, some days to learn how to cook nutritious and healthy meals and even non-meat based meals because I didn't eat a lot of vegetables in my diet before. I went from exercising three times a week to going to her classes twice a day within the span of about four weeks. So I was exercising twice a day and uh, was right up until, you know, the lockdown. Today, yeah. Um, but, but but you've got gear my, from her I've got, to I've continue? Got, I've got gear at home and she's got online classes. Amazing. But we're doing this in 12-week sections. Um, and I just finished my, um, I finished my 12-week period as of last Tuesday. So I, yeah. uh, we weighed we measured and that's why i wasn't here because i was there at the very like the last class that she had at the end of the night we sat down we did goal setting we did financial stuff we did some other things um and the measurement is i've lost 28 centimeters way uh we measure my neck my chest my stomach my thigh and my unflexed and flexed biceps so my flexed biceps actually gotten bigger my unflexed gotten smaller fantastic good yeah that's awesome uh as for weight uh i've lost 14.6 kilos in 12 weeks wow fucking amazing dude that's so good you must be so, so proud of yourself surely i, I am and it's really weird because i'm bad at taking praise but also i think about it like i've got you know like i was doing 15 kilo barbells like cardio for like cardio weights uh, I sort of consider like that's how much I've lost. Like I picked it up and that that's how much I picked up a 15 kilo dumbbell and went, that's it. Like that's everything that's dropped off me. And it was nuts to think that that much extra weight was on me somewhere and that my it's, knees and my spine were dealing with that. Yeah. That, it's, it's funny. It, it went, like you said, holding that, um, 
that weight to show how much you've actually lost. That's a, a really cool realization to be like, fuck, I was carrying that around with me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just all the time and just. That's all just everything. Yeah, so. You're going to have to buy new clothes soon. I am. I actually, uh, I bought a couple of new belts like a few weeks ago and I'm already on the bottom notch. I already have to yeah. get new belts. Um, new holes. Yeah. The bloody, um, or, or pierce new holes in them. Um, it was funny because the thing that made me realize to go grab a weight and go, this is how much I lost, like to, to was actually, I hate The Biggest Loser. I think it's a terrible show uh, on quality, <laughs> but also there's like, there's uh, something like ethically wrong about pressing uh, these fat people my, out. My mate, uh, who, uh, is, he's a crazy like fitness nut, right? He knows everything you could possibly want to know and he's super fit, super shredded, like just super into it all. And Sam doesn't he, want to embarrass me. He's talking about me. Oh, no, yeah, right. Uh, he, he hates that show of a passion because he, he's straight up just like the program that they're doing is so brutal. They lose all that weight, but there's no teaching or training on how to continue living healthy no. after that fact. Yeah. It's like, there, it's like a, a shock to your system. It's like yeah. lose everything. And then, of course, naturally, when they get home and they don't their have body. someone screaming at them, they're like, oh, well, let's put it back, put back on. on. Yeah. yeah, their body the, their body doesn't acclimate. So you're going to make a, a slow process. You're going to be very careful too because because uh, your body is acclimated to your current situation. So if you change it like that, your body is, you could have some, that could actually be health issues associated with it. Um, but there was an episode I saw, I just saw it in passing. I was going through channels. There was one person yelling at someone because they, they had cake the previous night. And I'm like, that's not going to help. Like you're, you're prancing this personality clearly if they are trying to lose weight but in the middle of it they're going in and looking for cake anywhere they can and eating sugar whenever they can they've obviously got a fucking problem like they've got an addiction at least yeah clearly. yeah or they're that unhappy that like i know like when you're unhappy any of us sometimes it will be either food booze like everyone has a different thing that when they're unhappy that's what they go for they go for their yeah, yeah, yeah. comfort thing their comfort uh, thing and so being yeah. screamed at like they are on that show and Rated, like you said, Connor. They just—it's yeah. horrible. So yeah, that's um, way to go. There was it's, one thing I saw on the show. This is where I was leading to. There was one thing I saw on the show where I thought this was brutal. Like it was still a lot because what they did was they went, "Okay, look, we're near the end of the season. You guys have lost a lot of weight. We've got these harnesses that have the weight that you've lost strapped to it. I want you to wear that and walk, you know, a couple kilometers with it. Now, a couple kilometers is a fucking lot, especially for people who probably haven't acclimated to being fit." or doing things like that but it's still a lot and just to think like i just sort of i, I remembered that and i thought actually not carrying it a couple kilometers because that's fucking mental but the idea of actually seeing what that is weight wise in a dumbbell barbell kettlebell or something that's actually an example of just how much that weight is that's cool realistically yeah i, thought that I, was actually, actually, I legitimately think that it, yeah that's brilliant hey. yeah so, that's that's awesome you should but, see what it is in action figure form like how many Marvel Legends is 14 kilograms? Please do that. You have to get it. Yeah, get a tub, make it, <laughs> fill it up and see yeah. how many Marvel Legends that is. He's Googling it. He's Googling it's it. Like, you ate that many Marvel Legends on your body. But yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, like we've been talking about eating figures. So Yeah, we have talked about eating figures. So that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so Connor, that is brilliant news. Um, we're glad that you're doing really well with all of that. Yeah, once again, you know, you're just... Seem, your confidence seems higher. You seem a lot healthier. You seem mentally a lot better, uh, even since I first met you. Um, and on top of that, just look at the, the government in general. You're just doing better <laughs> than just everything. So just look at that. These guys that are meant to be the best in Australia because we put them into power for some reason. 
you're better than them <laughs> because you're, you're actually progressive you're progressing yeah you're yeah. learning you're doing things you're you're changing things and something hasn't worked you've got a quick solution to try and figure out something new so, to work for you that's fantastic the that you're cutting is, weight and the government is cutting you know funding to medicare and education yeah the, fu- the funny thing is is right is like i actually think the best thing i've taken away from this is i've been learning how to cook and i've actually been really enjoying it that's fantastic like, too. that's cool I actually, some, I've discovered I really like cooking. So, like, you're good at cooking. The government's good at cooking the books to try and make sure they have slush <laughs> funds, the funding to car parks to rot the system and all that jazz. But, you know, you, yeah. you're actually learning a skill that will help people and yourself. Uh, as I know, you like to cook for your friends and family. So, you know, you're helping people. The other guys, not so much. <laughs> no. Okay, so apparently, uh, and I don't know how true this is, so based on Hasbro's own description of the mass of a Marvel Legend is about uh, 57, 0.57 lips, which is about 0.25 kilos. Sounds about right. Um, well, I'm not too sure. I'll see. Uh, it's apparently about 56 to 57 Marvel Legends. <laughs> Whoa, you shed yeah. that many. Yes. That so many. now you're allowed to buy that many. <laughs> yeah. We'll allow it. We'll allow you to go and buy. Or, or, you know, or well, I mean, I could, I could have. Or just mis- one Galactus. <laughs> one, Mig- one Galactus, which I did yeah. do. I, I sorted out. I had to sort out before this podcast started. Uh, they sent my uh, Galactus pre-order at EB to the wrong. EB. We'll, we'll come I, back to Galactus. It, we'll yeah, come back we'll to that, that in a in a hot minute because I think, uh, just like how we've been talking about uh, your amazing efforts uh, about a government's lack of effort. And, uh, you know, just the whole concept of there being variant strains out there with COVID, it's just a perfect segue to go, hey, what do you think of Loki's finale and the the variants doing what they did? (laughs) I'm going to close the door because there is a person in the South who hasn't seen Loki yet. Oh, who's that? And who are you you dubbing? Your dog. My sister sister? is behind. She hasn't finished WandaVision yet either. Oh, my God. Get get her out of that house. (laughs) She's banished. <laughs> She's banished. But also, my, si- get her out. my sister will have time over the next week to watch it. I'm assuming yeah. a lot of people will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if they haven't caught, if you haven't watched Loki, I mean, like, and you're in Adelaide. What are you doing? So right now, everyone, warners, uh, warners, warning, spoilers. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to talk Loki here. We're going to talk variants. We're going to talk what happened, and I'm just going to go straight in with I loved the ending. Bring on the Conqueror. Yes, uh, we we got ourselves some uh, some Kang. Um, yeah. Not implied, implied, but not named. It is absolutely Kang, though. Did I mean, you guys know it was Kang when you first appeared? I was. I knew the actor had been cast. Yeah. So that's I, what that, pissed me off that. a bit. Was because I tried to avoid. You know, you guys know what I'm like. I like watch one trailer normally, and then don't watch yeah. anything else. Don't look at anything. Don't try to find out anymore. I want the surprises. Every single second person was like, oh, my God, this guy's been cast. And I was like, uh-huh. yeah, great. Now I know, like, if he ever shows up, I know who he's going to be. Yeah. yeah it's- Which is what happened to me because I saw him. I was like, oh, I know who he is. Yeah. I mean, it, there's it- great references that he makes saying I've been yeah. called a conqueror. I've been called this. But I was a just, jerk. yeah, kind of upset that um, that it was kind of, it was almost spoiled in a way that I knew that as soon as that actor was on screen, I was like, I know who this is. Yeah. I don't think it spoiled it for me in the slightest because it just made me go like, wait, hang on, Kang. And then the way he started acting, I'm like, Kang? And yeah. then as, as he explained it, I'm like, so I just want to put it out there. And I know I'm not, I'm probably not special for this, but um, I was fucking right. Yeah. I, yeah. I said Sam, it from the Sam start. Sam was predicted. 
Kang is the villain and the TVA is under him and it, the multiversal war is real and he's using it and he's he's half lying and half not. And I, I called yeah. that and I was fucking right. Yeah. Yeah, straight up that... um. We, we all talked about that. I know that on here, but we also privately talked about it and we all kind of called that Kang was going to be there. Like, it's nearly impossible not to Something, you know, it's, t- it's time travel in the MCU. Like, they were going to do something Kang related. Now, the next problem that people I've noticed have been having is actually with Doctor Strange back when he did the so many views. Yeah. Because if there's only one time frame. Well, okay, so he... The, so that means he's seen all the deviant time... All- all the variant time frames that would have been lines. destroyed then by Kang. So in a way, Kang helped save them to have that happen. In a way, maybe there's probably a version. There's probably versions of that that did go poorly and did get uh, absolutely destroyed. Which is why we're also getting what if now? Because what if yeah. is basically as I see what happens next. It's like all those branches. We're going to see some of those branches in what ifs. Yeah. So with. Yeah, it's Kang didn't uh, wouldn't have helped. That's just the timeline where they won, which is the yeah. the core MCU timeline um, or the sacred the timeline, sacred timeline, yes. um, which is not one timeline. It's multiple timelines that follow the same course of events. Right. So like yeah. people had this issue, and I just wanted to sort of put out there. So classic Loki from episode five. We found out yeah. his thing was that he uh, survived Thanos, and then he stayed on the planet. But his actual thing was leaving the planet. And to me, what that explained was that it, it's not about any specific action. It's about your your impact. So if Loki dies, he's he has no impact on the timeline. But if he isolates himself on a dead planet for for centuries, he also has no impact. Has on no the impact. Timeline. Yes, exactly. So regardless of if he survives or not, the moment he left the planet was when they had issue. But as long as Loki, after that point, stays in his lane, it's fine. So you don't have to follow any too specific but it does have to follow your impact has to basically amount to the same so being right. dead and doing yeah, loki has to make the heroes better people that's loki, what they, yeah. they say in episode one loki's, the loki's there to lose yeah um he's the right. heel so so he also with everything that's happened you know we've got kang now um do you think this is definitely a sign and uh, a sort of step towards young avengers Oh, absolutely! Like every everything so far has had a step towards Young Avengers. Um, Speed and Wiccan, um, or yes. Asgardian, or whatever he's called now. He keeps changing his name. Um, obviously, uh, Patriot from uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. We've now got Kang, uh, but the idea of we got alter- stature alternate Kangs, where that could introduce obviously Iron Lad, you know, um, and, and Harley. The- <laughs> yeah, um, you know, like you said, we got um, we've already got stature. Uh, we've got, we've already got Hawkeye. Yes. You know, like Miss Marvel can easily be a young Avenger. Like they don't have to have the exact same lineup. Yeah. Scroll and Kree have already been introduced. So you've got Hulkling. That's true. That's true. Um, we've obviously now Loki's done. Ashraf, what now? What's next? Because my brain's gone completely blank. Is it? Wait. What's the next Marvel it's what if it's what if it's what if and then in august and then shang chi in september and then and then then eternals and then we have spider-man and hawkeye should be in there somewhere it's either there well hawkeye has no date yet but yeah no date yet but they don't really announce a date until the end of the previous series so we didn't know what if until just before the final episode of loki loki yeah um i don't know i'm doubting that it's gonna be this year yeah i don't think much more will come out 
like after what they've slated, I feel like everything's going to get delayed again at the moment because I'm being very optimistic <laughs> with the way things are going. Now, Wait, I, I want to I want to talk about Kang really quickly. Yeah, and go my for analysis it. of the episode. Um, uh, I was thinking about this on the way home, like because uh, I watched it at a friend's house, and on the way home, I was talking to Anisa about it, and I was like, "Why is Kang eating apples all the time?" And then I realized it's like a metaphor because it's like the you know Adam and Eve story yes. where she eats the apple and then she gets expelled to Earth, and then um, you know time happens and humanity begins at that point that's why he he keeps eating the apple because that's like uh, the beginning of free will and once once they cross the threshold he drops the apple it's like the start of earth or whatever that is if that (laughs) start of new life yeah this show is weird and creative enough that if that was intentional i believe it was intentional and that's actually kind of brilliant do you did you guys see on the avengers tower that it was the Kang symbol. Hi, mom. Oh yeah, Q E N G. Yeah. So I did I'm not assuming see that. someone had pointed out to me. I'm also assuming that that means he's bought Avengers Tower. No, I, think, I don't yeah. think so. I think yeah. that's just like a reference to. Oh, I reckon that'd be so smart because he does yeah. actually buy Avengers Towers in the comics. Yeah, he well, does. The and only, only it seems a bit on the nose. The only alternative yeah. to me would be uh, would be Oscorp to me because I don't think it should be the Fantastic Four. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but he's only born in the 31st century. Yeah, like he says so in the episode. He'd have okay. to he'd have to time travel to buy the Avengers Tower, so it'd have why, to be something. Yeah, well, why wouldn't he time travel to buy it? Maybe, yeah. I mean, you can. Do you think he'll be blue? I mean, you, just, you can just time travel and kill the Avengers when they're babies. Yeah, but no, yeah, exactly. it begins a Same new timeline. It begins a new timeline. Remember, go back True. and kill baby Thanos. It's that whole thing, like Deadpool went back and shot Hitler. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it starts a new timeline, remember? It doesn't yeah, true. change. So then the there's just more Kangs. Yeah. Because I reckon we'll get the Council of Kangs. Yeah, we will get the Council of Kangs, I'm sure. Yeah, probably, because yeah. They talked about it. They talked about there's multiple Kangs already. Yeah. yeah. So Council of Kangs, which means we could see the Council of Reeds. Um, yeah, like on the topic of Reed, now that Kang has been cast and, you know, he's a descendant of Reed Richards and he's black, do you think that? Um, says anything about who they'll cast for Reed Richards? I hope, uh, I, I, I hope I not. I wouldn't mind. Like, there's nothing. I wouldn't would, mind either. No, yeah. nowhere in Reed Richards does it say he has to be like. I mean, like as long as like the only thing I would say is as long as you got the two greys, like that's. Fine. I just yeah. want it to be comic book accurate. Just yeah, but like, it doesn't add anything to the story. It well, doesn't take. I mean, I think I yeah. think it, I think if it's not a family that was kind of stuck from the nineteen. 19- 60s and stuff like I want that first family feel. I'm sick of them trying to do modern they can do versions it. of Black their family. Oh, they can, family. They can still Sam? do it. Yeah, they yeah, but like it. you know, it, it, it was different Black social system back have... then. So I'm trying. To, I just want in my head. I just can't. I just can't. I have to have FF the way I want them in the comic, and I want none, to none of the characters. The none of the characters in the MCU are like they are in the comics. Most of them are fairly close, though. Most of them. I mean, like, look, they're definitely, the, they're, they're definitely the same characters. I think we might see some change. We might see some race changes with the F4, and I'm fine with that. Like, it doesn't, I'm fine with that as well. Uh, I, want an, I want an Asian I, I, not, I, I just... Yeah. Oh, I, I can understand where you guys are coming from, but after that last FF film and everything, I just want... It's not Michael B. Jordan's fault that that movie... Oh, no, was that was not. That was not. But, like, I just don't want... I don't want them to try and do some help me step bro i'm stuck movie i, I want <laughs> what <laughs> I, I, I just i'm dying to see 
the FF that I like on screen. I just really want that. And if they start changing too much of the FF, like as soon as they start changing around certain things, I get worried because that's when you know that whoever's writing the script too can sometimes get run I mean, the other so, thing you got, the other thing you got to yeah. remember though is that this is under the umbrella of Marvel Studios who have a plan. Yes, and an idea exactly. so even if they do change any of their their races which at the end of the day like it means nothing to me it means nothing to to most people with with any like your reasoning is just that you want that nostalgia kick essentially yes 100%. um and it's you know what like fair enough but also at the same time like there's a good chance that if they do change it it won't affect your enjoyment really at the oh, end yeah, you well, might like it admittedly like i agree with both of you what you're saying there but at the same time if you it, it lacks the excitement of why I'd go and watch it. Like I go and watch these films and see this stuff because it's the characters that I love and they're doing versions of them that are so close to what I like or the stories that I like that that's why I go and see it. So when they start changing things, I start to get worried or even a bit like, okay, if they're changing things like that, then often the script has changes in it because they're trying to, I don't know, the story, I don't know, to me, unless the whole family, uh, like if the fan, if they, if if Reed is a black man and Sue's a white man, and then they go into a whole a white thing man. about that. I mean that. I mean it would be that a would be a pretty man. big change, changing Sue into <laughs> a man. Sue's a white man, but you know. What and I mean. his name is still Susan. You know so, what I mean? That's yeah, a woman. And yeah. I start going into political things that I think that's not necessarily why I want to watch a Marvel film. I want explosions and ass kickery. I don't think they'll do uh, go too political with anything Fantastic Four. Disney wouldn't, but at the same time, it depends. I don't, it's not, I don't think it's just Disney wouldn't because they still they still greet, uh, greenlit uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't think they're afraid of politics. I think and that was it's done that fantastic. I, I loved it. I know people. Some people had their uh, their issues, but I, we all talked about how we loved it. I I think Fantastic Four is not the franchise, and if it is, I don't think it's the first movie. I, it, I genuinely think if they brought anything more into any social issues, um, they that's would, why they would tackle that's it why, in a later film. That's why I'd stress out about FF because I think FF needs to be, especially because how dirty they've done the FF, they need to really go in at this thinking, all right, what do majority of the fans want from the first team and what's also going to bring new people to watch it? And I think if they don't find those two things and get that right, they'll lose everyone because the FF is such a, such a classic uh, set of characters that if you fuck around with them too much, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Look, well, I, I think, think the MCU can do whatever they want at this point. <laughs> honestly, and, I think, uh, yeah. I think the problem is, is like, no matter how accurate you are, yeah, people will still complain that it's not accurate. Oh, they'll but always le- be legitimately, yeah. but- legitimately, I think I've told this story before. Uh, when it was revealed how what Mysterio was going to play off that he was a superhero to Peter, and people got mad about it. I was it. super saying, stressed about that, too. He, people were saying, like, that's not like the comics at all. And I'm like, one of his first stories, his entire thing was pretending to be a superhero to make Spider-Man look bad. He he pretended to be a superhero. That was yeah. the whole Mysterio, the cape and everything. And, yeah. That was the whole point. And that was, just that was the that, yeah. original story. And everyone's yeah. like, that's not like the comics. And I'm like, that is exactly the comics. They've changed oh, it was, around a I bit. was stressed out because the article, because I read one of the articles, I was stressed out that the way they were going to do Mysterio was just make him a hero. They weren't going to have him as a villain in the and end. Somehow you, and you, you, somehow I, people you felt for his rules. Yeah, yeah, was, like, you yeah but I was doing the article brother. because the article Mysterio came out tricked being, you. The yeah. article came out being like, this is like, it was almost like trying to be like facts. And I was like, get fucked. If they do that, they're going to lose 
me and many other people so quickly. He's definitely a bad guy. Like, yeah, no, no that's, way. That's that's why they were so mysterious. That's, that's why they didn't market the fact he was a villain ever because they had to know that if you were in the know, like you knew, like you knew yeah. from the moment they said he's a hero, he's like that. That's bullshit. And they yeah. played with that to the point where just halfway through the movie, they're just like. Yeah, he's actually a villain. And yeah. they, it wasn't even the big shock. It's now, what he did was the shock. I always thought it was completely, yeah. completely off, off track, yeah. off rails as normal. But let's jump into Haslabs. I mean, we went off the rails just like our COVID rollout. So let's just get this back on. Let's be better than our government and talk okay. just about Haslabs. Labs. We're talking about Haslabs because, Connor, you bloody spent more money. Right. So, um, okay. So, first of all, my. You spent more money on your Haslabs order orders than the government has spent on getting us vaccines to be fair <laughs> i haven't spent uh, no anyway so like i got my unicron here my uh, my world eating unicron isn't he sexy i got him um earlier this year i ordered him like two years ago that was the first has lab project i i got involved with they've done like five now they've done a star wars one i believe which yes, is the the, the uh the jab of the heart thing yeah. Uh, they also did a Cookie Monster, I believe, like a Cookie Monster toy of some kind. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I think it I've was never seen that. Yeah. Um, now Haslab is for those who aren't aware. I'll, I'll quickly explain. So Haslab is Hasbro's personal crowdfunding operation. So basically, when there's a concept for a toy that they really want to do, but they're also like, we don't know if people actually want this or if they'll be able to sell it, they put it through their crowdfunding and go, look, we want to make this toy but we need proof that people actually will buy it. So here's the amount of people we need to basically get this into production. Please, if you can hit this amount of backers, we'll do it. Uh, without fail, they've basically hit it. Unicron was a bit of a struggle at first, but he was one of the first real big popular Haslab things that people were a bit like, eh, if you're not plus Transformers fans are fucking fickle. So that was always going to be a struggle. Um, but he hit it. He actually got to like over 12,000 backers when they only needed 8,000. And that that got hit um, two years ago. Last year, they did the same thing. They did the Sentinels, the uh, the 28-inch Sentinels, of which I ordered five. Um, so I've got five waiting for hopefully a November or December release this year. Uh, and just this year, just literally last Friday, they and or Saturday for us, they announced... A 32-inch, which is ridiculously big, Galactus. Oh, man. Like, I've ordered that. Uh, I actually had a bit of an issue with my order because I accidentally ordered a click and collect to the wrong store. Uh, a store like an hour away from me instead of a store that's two minutes. So I had to get them to fix that, and they did, and they were absolutely lovely. A shout out to EB Games customer service. But, man, like, that Galactus is a, is a sexy beast. Yeah, it's uh, huge. He's huge, and he he looks good too. Like he's not just huge, but he's really nicely detailed. The colors yeah. are fucking spectacular. The the light, if the lights are as strong as they are in the uh, the the Haslab images, oh man, oh boy, I, I'm upset that he doesn't look like the cloud in Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. It's like, yeah. where's my Cloud Galactus figure? Astraf, oh, if you if you want I'll a Cloud Galactus, one. I can yeah, I can make you yeah, one. We can make <laughs> me and Connor will team up. We'll make you a Cloud Galactus. So what do you right, think, Sam? Okay. I'm, I'm just so excited. We're straight up storing farts in a bottle. Uh, uh, see, I thought that was I wasn't, what you were I wasn't gonna do. go that way. I was gonna yeah. go like cotton. No, just farts. So just comic accurate FF. Yeah, that's it. Just farts. Um, but yeah, so I I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait to see if they've got any uh, tiers. If they got any like backers tiers, like if they get to they they want fourteen thousand for this one. Uh, 
I think they're going to get it because they're, uh, if I actually, I might actually just look now. They were past 7,000 last time I checked and that was like a day and a half ago. So. Yeah, uh, quick question. When do we start recording in the end? Because I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I lost track of time. So. Uh, when did we start recording? I don't know. It doesn't actually tell know, me. But how while, while you're talking about that, I'm just going to say like, so normal Marvel Legends figures are six inches and this is 32 inches. So I'm assuming this is for scale. But then again, not really because Galactus is supposed to be bigger than Earth. So. Galactus's size changes dramatically depending on yeah, the, depending on the story or whatever. Depending on story, writer, artist, canon, like how like, many planets he's eaten. Yeah, dietary so you think requirements. Galactus should cut back and like train with your PT because like he's been eating a lot. Uh, that is the greatest commercial you could make. You need yeah. to get your your PT to be like. Don't be like Galactus. Control what you eat. Da, 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 yeah. da. <laughs> Galactus needs to start the twelve week program. You know? That's it. It's like, Look at Unicron. So he, t- he ate planets and he turned into a yeah. giant ball. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Like Silver Surfer sort of criticized him the other day, and like Galactus got really insecure. Be like, uh. <laughs> he, he looked. He looked at Terax uh, and realized that Terax was fucking ripped and wanted to be like that. So. Um, yeah. And ego got, also made him more insecure. But yeah. I've actually, I've actually got Terax. Uh, I've got a, a Terax, and I got Silver Surfer. So I've got two of his, um, two of his um, heralds. Heralds. Yeah. Terax was actually my first builder figure that I ever finished uh, in Marvel Legends. So there's a lot. Of and and Connor, me. you're obviously a herald for Galactus. <laughs> oh, absolutely, Galactus. Um, it's, um, it's. We're going up. We, uh, we've actually got a new deal with Pornhub to do a couple of videos. <laughs> Um, it's brilliant. Uh, I love it. Just um, you, just you in a silver suit. <laughs> oh, like, uh, mate, I change. Where's I my that. super suit? <laughs> we'll spray paint you silver. There's a fetish for that. There's body paint for that. Yeah, there's body yeah. paint fetishes. Um, so this has been a lot of me talking, but um, I'm going to keep going. Uh, hopefully, the tears are his other uh, heralds. So yeah, we have I'm no way of telling when we started recording, do we? No, I'm no, going to say I'm going to say just before one. No, it wasn't to... just before one. We started maybe just after 12.30. Yeah, maybe. Sometime. We've been going. We've been talking. It's okay. Carpenter, yeah, Sam. I'll, just, okay. I'll, I'll say that by 1.30, we should probably start, start rounding rapping. up. Yeah, sure. That, um, thrilling content, Sam, talking about oh, look, how long we've been recording. I just like before. to make sure. This is, this is how. Tell you what, tell you what, guys, in the, tell you what, guys in the comments, when we start talking about how long it's been, comment down below how long it's been since we started. What's recording. the optimal length? You know what the best thing into optimal length depends on uh, who you <laughs> shave. Two inches. It really <laughs> depends. It, it's not about it's not about size. It's how you use it. Yeah, it's all yeah. about wielding the hammer. Um, now, <laughs> I've got what I was going to ask. Uh, with Haslabs doing all this stuff, what's what what would you want them to do? Uh, like my dream, like the okay. So I actually was thinking about this a vaccine. Like, uh, <laughs> a vaccine rollout that works. Uh, yeah, you can collect any big games. If enough people back it, they'll do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know, there's a couple of lines from them that I follow that I, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing some things. Uh, I wouldn't mind Primus to go with uh, Unicron. Uh, for those who aren't aware, Unicron is one half of two two halves. Unicron represents the evil. Primus is the good and is the god of the Transformers. Made the Matrix of Leadership, created the Primes. He's like the, the god of Transformers. That'd be cool to get Primus. Um, but I also wouldn't mind maybe like a city former like Metroplex. Marvel, uh, the the one that really came to my head was Giant Man. No, that's lo- cool. I'd yeah, love like yeah. a 32 inch Giant Man. Like, I don't, and even an MCU Giant Man would be cool, but comic or movie, 
Like you're never going to be able to replicate because I think uh, in the movie Giant Man got up to 80 feet. It was at uh, was at his highest, mm. 80 feet, which in Marvel Legends terms is 80 inches, which is taller, which is actually uh, six foot eight, which would be taller than me. The, so you, you can't, can't do actually, that. You can't physically, unless I wore an Ant Man costume. Oh my god, you should just go and get a uh, buy an Ant Man costume for a mannequin. <laughs> just have it standing there. Well, next get like to a them. posable mannequin as well. Yeah. That's that, it. Honestly, just buy a costume. That's that, the best that actually, idea. That actually might work because it would be to scale. Because I, I, I was thinking about this because I've seen like I've seen what Haslabs has released and the Star Wars stuff was cool. Obviously, the Transformer stuff's pretty cool, and now Galactus is one that I'd I'd like to have, but unfortunately at the moment I've got other things I need to be spending my money on. But I was trying to think: is there something that if they were to release that I'd have to get? And I don't have anything at the moment. There's I can't think n- of anything either. Nothing that I I need to that scale that I would like. Galactus is probably it, and unfortunately, I just can't do that at the moment. Um, okay. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, you could think about the Sentinel, but they've done that. They've done the Sentinels. The X Jet. Yeah. yeah. The what? The X Jet. Nah, we'll see. The X Jet. Yeah, the Blackbird. Right. Yeah, the Blackbird. Yeah. Nah. Or the oh, the Blackbird would be awesome. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Fuck. It'd be cool, what? but uh, a, a vehicle at that size just to try and have one character stand in the doorway that's come down. Yeah, nah. I mean, there'd be a way to open the top up and, and get inside of it. Uh, yeah. Blackbird, the Avengers Quinjet is another one, obviously. Like, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to think of one, the other is obviously available. One of the tiers for the Quinjet should be that it turns invisible. But yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what would the tiers for the Quinjet? I think the like tiers how the government Quinjet. does when anything hard happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like the tiers for the Quinjet would probably be just different X-Men characters, right? Like, I feel like a good tier would be... The Quinjet, you just said the Quinjet. Yeah, I mean, oh, well, okay, you know, you know, you know what? Yeah, you know what? It would be actually kind of cool if um, Haslabs magically got the rights for either Street Sharks or Extreme Dinosaurs, and just did a real big fuck off one of those. Um, I'd buy that just for the sake of it. You and oh, actually, no, Street Sharks and, and Extreme Dinosaurs are actually pretty popular. You might actually get enough people behind it. Yeah. Oh, the Milano, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxies, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy ship. Um, a scale version of the Milano would be cool. That would work too. So yeah, basically they could do any vehicles, but there's nothing like once again, like there's nothing there that I go, I must own that. I'm just trying to think, um, what do you? Like? I would do that for the Blackbird. The Blackbird would be so cool. Sam, you how that. would you? How would? Yeah. Uh, how would you feel about them doing a uh, to scale Grendel? That'd be kind of cool, but the still, Null's, no. Null's dragon monster. Nah, I, 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 I think thankful also. What if it came with Null as well? Like it came yeah, with if Null. it had Null riding him and it was large, maybe. But then, what price back are we talking? Because I think well, even it, that it'd have to be. It would. It would be around seven hundred to nine hundred. Yeah. But nah. with, with, we got to remember with EB, uh, you just do a deposit and then you can pay it off until it releases. Because and if, it's a two my to problem, th- if it's one to two year wait, you've got one or two years to pay it my off. My problem with that is so Mezco's most expensive figure is about to come out, I believe, and that's the Ghost Rider. I think that's the most expensive one yet that I can think of, um, and the quality and detail in that is so high that and paying that price i'm okay with it where haslab stuff's amazing because of its scale but the quality i don't think's matching to what mezco is releasing and you know i'm more mezco than anything else when it comes to action figures and toys I mean, he likes the cloth. That's kind of I do. fair but at the yeah, same yeah. time like i mean i feel like there's something we could show you that you'd want yeah, eventually. It will, eventually we'll come up with it. What about you, Ashra? Well, Yours is um, the, you want the vehicles? <laughs> yeah, the vehicles. Or maybe we can do all the fat characters like Arcade, Mojo. 
Mojo. Mojo. Yeah. Oh no, you know what? Eagle to live on planet. <laughs> you do his planet. Do the whole Mojo yeah. planet. Oh, Eagle to live on planet. Um, what is that fat dude from the Blob from <laughs> X Men? Yeah. Wolverine. Blob. Yeah, that's it. Just Blob. Yeah. Um, the blob. He's still not that big though. You can still do no, him no, comfortably. Not, yeah. just you could do him as a big actually, so, yeah, Well, the thing is, Blob is only six foot tall. People get this yeah. wrong. It's, it's, it's the same thing with the thing, Ben, ben Grimm. He's only six foot tall. He's actually shorter than Reed Richards, who's six two. The issue is that people kept on misinterpreting as the big guy had to be bigger than everyone else. But in truth, thing was his thing wasn't necessarily the tallest, most muscular. He was just some brawler from Brooklyn. He was just some dub dude from uh, from now, Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, Hulkbuster. Yeah. yeah. Now we've talked about Haslabs, and we know what we would wish we could see and what's coming out. There's probably um, a bunch of really cool GI Joe stuff that I can't think of that they could. The do. Uh, next thing and the final thing, because we've got ten minutes left, uh, is reading suggestions to finish up because it's been a while since we've we've probably done some, but you know, let's see what everyone's up to and what suggestions you have. So let's start with you, Ashraf. What did Star Girl? Star Girl, the new one. Yeah, the the new Spring Break special. I can't find it anyway. It keeps getting sold out in most comic stores, which I'm hoping is because people have been reading them and not like the fact that comic stores aren't ordering them. Uh, I, I do like this comic. It, it has some really promising stuff in it. Some cool callbacks to pre-crisis continuity. And now that the show is out and everyone likes it and stuff, like I'm hoping the character will hit like Apex popularity. I like that teenage superhero thing because yeah. I'm a teenager still. Teenager at heart. Yeah, and an age because I'm super young. I'm younger than Shut all up. of you all. <laughs> Shut up. Young at heart. Young at heart, Ashraf. That's all that matters. And what about you, Connor? Uh, I'm going to recommend, it's a bit of an older book. Uh, it's The Last Stand of the Wreckers. It's by IDW. It's a Transformers comic. Uh, it is one of the, if not the best, maybe Transformers story ever written in comic. Uh, my like my personal favorite is More Than Meets the Eye, but uh, Last of the Records is universally loved, and if you haven't and you want to read something Transformers related, that is what you go for. The Wreckers are this really cool um, subgroup of the Autobots. They are the craziest, most baddest, most uh, outland- uh, like most um, dangerous Autobots who sort of veer on the side of being somewhat anti-hero-ish sometimes with their antics. Um, and it's about them going to a prison planet that's recently been taken over by um, by the prisoners, including the most uh, dangerous one, Overlord, who is fucking incredible. Like some of the, it's a brutal comic. And who wrote it? Uh, yeah. uh, who wrote it? I'll actually double check. Um, uh, Stargirl, I mean, is written by Jeff Johns and drawn by Ted Nauk, I think, in High Five. Um, <laughs> so the writer for Last End of the Wreckers is uh, it's Nick Roche and uh, James Roberts. Nick Rush, James Roberts. Uh, Well, on that note, I'm actually going to do a flashback as well a little bit and tell everyone to go and pick up the, I'm assuming the trade paperback is out, uh, All New Wolverine by Tom Taylor. Go back and read. And also, because of Tom Taylor, give the current Suicide Squad a read. Uh, I'm enjoying, I I, I loved All New Wolverine. I've been enjoying enjoying Suicide Squad. Um, But, the, the reason I'm suggesting those is because my signed, not that you can see, it's too bright, but my signed graded books by Tom are on their way back very soon from the Grail Hunters uh, signature series. So Ooh. got them both done by Tom. First appearance of Gabby there, obviously, and then the first appearance of the Revolutionaries in the other one. 
So yep. both 9.8. Super happy with that to have them graded and signed. So I've got them on the way, which is pretty cool. That Taylor um, run of Suicide Squad is probably the best Suicide Squad comic. It's so good, isn't it? It was yeah. fantastic. I, I uh, legit genuinely um, am like, the, I think the, I was talking about Ian the other day. I think the only reason they haven't asked Tom to take over Spider-Man proper for a long-term story is that he's just too busy with all the other DC stuff that he's doing. Man, he's got so many mini good. stories. He's got so out. many, insane. but they're all good. Like it's not they're like a amazing, fucking, yeah. it's not like Bendis where he took like 50 books at once and none of them were good because he had 50 books. I just want to say this though. All right. Once again, Wait. I'm going to be on my, my negative Nancy's going to come out a little bit. I think Tom's a fantastic writer and everything. Uh Oh, but, I get so tired of people doing these digital exclusives that tie into stories because you guys know how much I was obsessed with Deceased and then they released a fully digital one. I'm not going to fucking go near that and I still, I don't even know if that's coming it's out. out it's out It's out in trade already. Maybe I did buy it. It might be sitting yeah. up there to read, but um, I so, literally yeah. hate the digital release stuff. Uh, I, I don't, okay. I don't hate digital release. I just wish they'd release a hard copy and a digital release at least close together because that's meant to tie into a story that I've already read all the parts around and that's somewhere in the middle. And I have a real problem with stuff that does that. Uh, as you would have known when we briefly talked about Black Widow and other things, I get frustrated when they release things sort of out of order. So I struggled with Star Wars. I struggled with a lot of stuff like that because I like a good order. So when they do these digital books that are tie-ins in between things, it just fucks me off and makes me lose interest in the in the team. Uh, and everything. If you like stuff in order, then I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if comics are for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's such a struggle. Yeah. My, my weird OCD with things coming out in order and then loving comics, it's like a constant battle. Of like, just... I'll, I'll, I'll defend Tom on that front because at the time he was doing it, uh, comic creators weren't sure if comics were going to come back because this is at the start of lockdown and everything. Yeah. And since then, all of his digital stuff is out in trade, physical now. And DC, yeah, and DC is like uh, doing simultaneous digital with physical stuff. Like I don't so think they've like done a digital first in a while. Like even the One Woman stuff and even the stuff they promised would be digital first is becoming um, day and date uh, physical. Yeah, I just wish it was like with that because it came out while the other book was coming out. Yeah, and DC then they stuff, referenced they it. it. They yeah. fucking put in there being like, as seen in on the digital thing, World's this end. is like, yeah. how fucking dare you? Like, I'm not going to go and spend money on your digital <laughs> service. I'm going to support my comic source. Yeah. But that's well, just, there you go. There's my angry tyrant <laughs> rant. Now, speaking of angry tyrants, we're nearly... Near, what? Oh. Someone sent me a random message. Okay, well, while, while Sam's looking at the times, I'm going to talk about how I like Tom Taylor because like, they give him shitty concepts and he makes a really good story out of it. Like Injustice is a video game tie-in and it has stars an evil Superman, which on the surface would be like, this story is going to be so uninteresting, but in the comic, he made it so good. And DC is just zombie, Marvel zombies, but in DC. But again, he knows how to pull at your heartstrings and make amazing stories out of really bad concepts. <laughs> So I'm really excited that he's taking over the main Superman book. Like he deserves like to do an incontinuity A-list superhero like Superman or Spider-Man. And I'm going to be there. And I'm sad that uh, his Superman book got, got delayed by week. Sorry, this is, I feel real bad. This is really important. I have to do okay. this. Connor, well, what did you think about everything I just said? Uh, Tom Taylor, um, yeah. genuinely, like 
his my introduction to him was actually all new Wolverine, and yeah, I wasn't with Gabby. So what happened was I wasn't actually getting all new Wolverine from the start. I got the Civil War two tie-ins, and I actually read those, and I was like, okay, I might actually start reading this. And then I, I followed on from there, and I actually went back and then re- reread the first couple of issues before the tie-ins, um, and I was like immediately like, this is this is good. Like it's it's it is an expansion on the war. Like it, it, like to me, the first thing was that this is an expansion on the Wolverine lore that isn't entirely a retread, a repeat, or a, a complete retcon. Like this is actually something new and fresh. But also, it's new and fresh and has actual emotional weight, which sometimes the the Wolverine corner of the Marvel universe can lack yeah. um, in modern times because like it feels like people are just sort of spinning their wheels on Wolverine sometimes. Because he's an editorial superhero, he's, he makes a big buck. So they, so they did a very they they basically gave Laura the story that I I would have liked to have them given Logan and Laura, but they gave it to Laura and Gabby. Um, and you know they did they actually did some cool things with uh, the with uh, Laura and um, and Gambit for a while, um, and, and actually referenced all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, like I read that, and then I think he did uh, he did the Spider Man comic. Uh, one of the Spider-Man comics, and that was really good. Um, and I've been meaning to to jump into his uh, some of his DC stuff. Um, uh, apparently, he's doing Nightwing, and apparently, it's doing really well. Yes, Nightwing. people are loving yeah. Nightwing. Uh, Keeps selling out. I, yes, I, it yeah. is selling out lots. Um, yeah. All so right. I'd like to jump in and maybe get some of the trades and uh, have a look at that because if it's as good as people say it is, and like Dick Grayson is uh, an absolute amazing character, so I'm not surprised that he's doing wonders with it. Yeah, and he's Australian. Shout out to Australia. Yeah, he's an Australian. Marvel Let's... keeps on getting its best stuff from Australia. Yeah. All right, we have hit one twenty nine, so we're gonna start wrapping it up. I do apologise for spacing out then for a bit. Uh, just got mm. lots of messages coming through, obviously to do with what's happening here in South Australia. So, like we've said, everyone, please stay safe. Uh, wear your masks. COVID wear your masks. Do, do clean your hands. Yeah. yeah, and Socially make sure distance. talk to your, talk to your doctor, doctor about your jab. But That's yeah. it. <laughs> It's so once hard, again, guys. once again, thank you, Connor and Ashraf, for putting up with an angry Sam while dealing with all of this. And I love angry Sam. I love angry Sam. So to finish this off, Connor, obviously you have the magical uh, button to hit stop. So I'm just going to end the show with going, fuck you, Scott Morrison. Fuck you, Josh Freinberg. Fuck Shush. you, Barnaby Joyce. Fuck you, John Alexander. Fuck you, Katie Allen. Fuck you, Kevin Andrews. Fuck you, Karen Andrews. Fuck you, Bridget Archer. Fuck you, Angie Bell. Fuck you, Susie Bowers. Fuck you, Russell Broden. I'm probably fucking some of these up. Fuck you, Scott Butch, whatever. Butch Holes? God, that's a sex name for sure. Fuck you, Darren Chester. Fuck you, George Christensen. <laughs> Fuck People you, vote David next year, please. Fuck <laughs> you, Vince so I've muted him, Ashraf. I'm not sure if he knows that. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he got us to stop talking about comics and toys so he could do that, just so we're clear. Oh, uh, he knows he's, he's muted. He knows, he knows now. Muted. Oh, no, go quick. Abort, 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 abort. Yeah. Shit. Uh, oh, no, I can't find the stop button. <laughs>